Welcome to Words That Inspire with Dr. Janice Monroe Modest, speaker, inspirational coach, and author of Refocus 21, a 21-day fasting journal. Welcome to Words That Inspire. We're going to be talking about God's goodness today. Why God's goodness? Because I know in this world right now, we have so much. Uh, we have stress, we have anxiety, um, we have worry, we have frustration, we have confusion. And in the midst of all of that, I want us to be able to pause today and just focus in on God's goodness. And so thank you for joining us. We're going to be talking about God's goodness. So just uh, lay everything aside and let's just focus in on God's goodness. And so what I want to do is uh, give you a meditation scripture that I used uh, for today. And that's from Psalm 31, 31 and verse 19. It says, how great is the goodness you have stored up for those who fear you. You lavish it on those who come to you for protection, blessing them before a watching world. And so I want us to just pause for a moment and just think about uh, God's goodness. In the midst of everything that's going on, we're in the middle of a pandemic, we're in the, in the middle of some of us, the most stressful or the, the most um, harshest times of our lives. And in the midst of all that, the message um, that I'm sharing with you today is that God is lavishing his goodness on you. And that's an affirmation, something for you to focus on, something for you to say and repeat despite being in your current situation. I want to remind you that God is lavishing his goodness on you today. And you can always meditate on that from Psalm 31 and verse 19. And so as we go through and we we talk a little bit today and we try to uh, refocus our mind on God's goodness, as we pause and, and we sit and we center ourselves, we try to focus in, it's amazing how we can always use God's system because he created us and he knows how our minds work. He understands how feelings work and he don't want you to ignore your feelings. He would like for you to em embrace those because he created emotions as well to help us gauge what's going on internally and most importantly so we can shift um, those feelings and bring them in alignment with what God's word is saying because we know that feelings change you, you can go from happy to sad to disappointed in a minute so feelings change but we know that God's word never changes. And so in the midst of all our feelings, in the midst of all our anxiety, our stresses, or even our elation, whether we may be happy about something, in the middle of all that, God's word is here for us and it remains the same. And so we're going to be, as always, if if you want to know how to fix something, you, you usually go to the instruction manual, right? You go to the person who created the thing and then you go to see, okay, how did they intend for it to work? And it's the same thing with God's word. We want to see how he intended for us to work because he is the one who created us. And as we look at Isaiah 46, 
this is an awesome uh, verse. It gets to allow us to go into the manual. They say the Bible, I like this acronym, uh, stands for basic instructions before leaving earth. And so we want to go to the source. Uh, we want to go to the word as we focus in and meditate today on God's goodness that he has in store for us. And when I say in store for us, I'm talking about you. God has goodness despite uh, what you may be going through today or how you may feel today. I want you to know, right, beyond the feeling to know that God has goodness in store for you today. And as we look at Isaiah 46, it says that, um, remember the former things of old for I am God and there is no other. And right there, it gives us a peace because we need to know that we are serving the God who created us, but also created the heavens, the earth and everything in it. And he wants us to, it starts off by telling you, remember the former things of old, uh, because we don't want to discount what you've gone through. We don't want to discount your reality. We don't want to discount your feelings. We want you to be able to feel those feelings, right? Uh, to feel if you are uh, being anxious, if you're being fearful, uh, because we know that when you're afraid, God, God gives you a word. He says, when you're afraid, I am with you. He told this to Joshua, don't be afraid. I am with, like just reminding him. So if Joshua didn't know that feeling of fear, he wouldn't know um, how to respond in fear and to switch the fear to, to faith or to, to in, into boldness, into confidence. And so we don't want to uh, fake it. We don't want to ignore how we feel or ignore our circumstances because God never told us to ignore those. Uh, but he wants us to be able to hold his word even above that and shift our environment and shift our expectation and watch his uh, miracles ma manifest in our lives. Um, and when I talk about his miracles, what I'm talking about as we're going through here uh, in verses uh, 10, he says that after he said that I am God and there is none like me. And so rem remember the former things, but understanding that my counsel shall stand and I will do all my good pleasure. So right here we see that despite um, we know that Isaiah was going through some, some a rough patch, a rough time. The children of Israel was going through a rough time. We know that God's children, we always, we, we go through things. And we're not here to discount uh, whether or not we are going through those things. Uh, but just like how they made it out is by hearing God's word, holding on to God's word, and getting to the other side of that emotion or of that feeling going from fear to faith or going from sorrow to gladness uh, we see this constantly in scripture how God wants to take us from where we are and bring us to another place he wants to um, take our current situation and remind us of his word that even as we read in Psalm 31 I'll be going back and forth between those two scriptures he said that he has goodness stored up for those who fear him and that word fear there means to reverence him or to acknowledge him so when you're going through a tough time 
that is not the time to ignore God or say, is there God? Uh, he's telling you that during those times, he wants you to remember. Remember who he is and remember his word. Remember his promise to us. Um, and that's why we always call on him. And I just want to be able to walk you through to that, uh, to help you through this this time that you may be going through in your life. Because he says, my counsel will stand and I will do my good pleasure. We know that God's plan for us, we always read in all throughout scripture, but the common one we use is Jeremiah 29, 11, when he had to remind Jeremiah because Jeremiah was, you know, one time he would be happy, one time he'd be despondent. He'd be totally freaking out like, oh my gosh, I, I can't go any further. Um, that's just the reality of it. And so God had to constantly remind uh, Jeremiah, which he reminds us. And we all need that reminder that when things are going haywire, God wants to remind us like, hey, you know what? I have a plan and I am God and my plan will prevail. And we have to be able to trust that. We have to trust and believe that our God has a plan. He has a plan uh, despite what we know from John 10, 10, that the enemy come to kill, steal, and destroy. He wants to, dis the enemy wants to distract you. He wants to derail you. He wants to, instead of you enjoying life, he wants you to, to be in and, you know, just be anxious and worried and in contention constantly. That's his plan. He don't want you to trust that God has goodness for you. We know the scripture reminds us that God works all things together for good to those who love him and are called according to his purpose. So we know that God has a purpose. He has a plan and you are in that plan. You are in that purpose and we don't want the enemy to distract you from it. So I want to be here today to remind you that God has a plan of goodness in store for you. And the awesome thing about him having this goodness, it says you lavish it on those who come to you for protection. And so we always want to remember that whatever we're going through, we want to make sure we come to him. So he's reminding you that he is God and there is no other. There is no substitute for him. So when you're going through a tough time, the first person, yes, you can go through to uh, he, God will provide you with other people and supports, but you want to go to him first because you want him to be able to provide those supports and those people because it's easy for you to uh, get, the, get the wrong advice from the wrong person or I should say bad advice from the wrong person. So you always, your first stop is always God. You always go to God first, um, despite how you're feeling. And remember, you're not going to him covering your feelings or hiding your feelings or faking your feelings. He want you to come to him raw, uh, tell him that, you know what? I'm fearful. I'm hurt. I'm discouraged. Um, I'm depressed. You go to him and then allow him to do the work in you, right? And so when we look through at, um, with Isaiah again, he says, he reminds us that his counsel will stand 
and he will do all his good pleasure. And then when we jump down to 11, it says, indeed, he reminds us again. He says, I have spoken it. I will also bring it to pass. So he wants to remind us that he has spoken. He is going to bring it to pass. And it's not us. We're not God, right? So we have to be humble enough to say, okay, Lord, I need you today. I feel, and then you let him know how you feel. Uh, if you're not able to articulate it, you can always write it. You know, journaling is an awesome uh, tool that you can use to get your thoughts and your feelings out. And so writing your prayers down is amazing. I started writing my prayers down about over 20 years ago. And it's just uh, such a liberating feeling because you get to be in touch with how you feel. You you write it out to, to, to God and you write out his word, the affirmations that goes with it. So for example, if you may be feeling depressed today because of what's in front of you, you're thinking, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can go one more day in this relationship. Or you're saying, I don't know if I can go one more day in this job. Or you may be saying, I don't know if I can be going one more day feeling depressed or hurt or whatever it is uh, you may be going through. And so imagine thinking um, that way and you write that out to God and then he reminds you, listen, I am going to lavish you with goodness today. Despite what you're going through, you're going to look um, for the silver lining. You're going to look out for the good. You're going to expect that all things are going to work out for good. Because remember, hope, um, Solomon says, hope deferred make the heart sick. So you want to have some kind of hope. If you're feeling hopeless and you, and you think there is no way out, it gives you such a deep sadness. But I want you to have hope today. Hope in God that the God who created you, the God who created the heaven and the earth, he is the same God who is telling you today, you know what, I have a plan whether or not you got derailed, whether it's because of something someone did, you did, it doesn't matter. God is clear in his word and he is reminding us that, listen, I have spoken, I will bring it to pass. Let's think about um, God's word. When God say, I have spoken, think about the power that goes behind God's spoken word. Think about in the beginning, how did he create light? How did he create everything? He created light, water, everything by the sound of his voice. When he spoke, it had to have been done. And so he created us just like him with the power of that spoken word to be able to create things that are not in existence. So even though you may be feeling sad and happiness may not be a reality for you, he is letting us know that speaking those things into existence. It says, speak those things which, which are not as though they are. Speak those things into being. And that's why it's so important to know and to acknowledge how you feel uh, because then you're, you're able to then have another feeling to replace it with. But those, it's not just a feeling, it's a truth. So just like with Joshua, when you read Joshua 1, God says, um, I want you to meditate on my word day and night. That way you will have good success. And then God reminded him, hey, I need you to be strong. I need you to be courageous. 
because Joshua had every reason to be fearful and um, to to be not just afraid, but to be doubtful as well. Because um, we know that Moses set out to accomplish a task and left the rest of the task for Joshua to come behind him and complete that mission. And that was a tough mission that if you just look in the natural, it didn't look like it could happen. And so God had to give him a word and say, hey, you know what? If you meditate on my word, you will have success. And God just reminded him, you know, don't be afraid. Uh, be courageous. He's given him those replacement words. So if if Joshua was in de denial uh, that he wasn't afraid, why would God say don't be? So it's okay uh, for you to feel your feelings, for you to understand um, how you feel and understand uh, your current situation. And that's where God, when God comes in and shifts your atmosphere, shift from being in that, in that dark place and gives you a light. So now you can actually see uh, your way out because it's just a matter of viewpoint. Remember, you can only see the problem in front of you. You can't see the victory ahead of you unless God shines it and allow you to see it. But remember, he is sitting higher than you. He says, your, my ways are not your ways. Um, he says, my thoughts, sorry, are higher than your thoughts. And my ways are higher than your ways. And so he can see from the perspective that, that you can't see. So all you're seeing is the problem ahead of you, but he is seeing that beyond that problem, on the other side of that problem is the rainbow. And he just wants you to walk through what is seemingly difficult. So he's not telling you, you know, don't feel those feelings, ignore these things. No, he's telling you, you know what? Re remember the former things, but also most importantly, know that what I say will happen, it will happen. So what happens a lot of times is we focus in on what we're seeing and we are agreeing with the situation that we find ourselves in and we are we, we're repeating uh, the situation. We're re repeating and we're agreeing with the enemy that yes, you know, that I am defeated, that I can't make it today, that, um, you know, I am broke or I am whatever the enemy is telling you that, you know, that you are at a dead end, that there's no way out, there's no hope. And God is coming back and he's telling you um, to say what he is saying. He's telling you there is hope. Um, so just get used to saying uh, what it is God is saying. And we're starting tonight. We are saying that despite what you are going through, uh, look beyond where you where you are and trust God that if he is saying that he has goodness, I want you to push through and uh, shift your mindset to uh, to be able to believe that because that's what faith is, right? Faith is what you can't see, but you believe in anyway. So I want you to be full of faith today. Faith to believe in God's word that there is good for you today in your current situation. There is good in store. That's what his word said. Psalms 31, it says how great, this is what uh, David had to remind himself of because we know that there were people trying to kill David. Uh, we know that Saul was jealous of David. 
and was trying everything because he knew David had greatness in store and he was going to try everything he could to make sure David did not become king. He wanted to do everything he could to make sure that the the promises that God gave to David did not come through. We know that Solomon came and he anointed David and said, David, you're going to be king. And this is when David was a shepherd, just out there, discounted. His dad didn't even, when they said, bring all your sons, let me anoint one of them king. They didn't even think about David. They had to call back and say, hey, aren't you missing someone? He's like, ah, it's just David. He's out there. He's a shepherd. You know, he's not going to make it to this lineup. And then uh, Solomon was like, no, send him. And that's who God had chosen. And so because David had such um, a big dream, a big promise, you know, the enemy sent everything at David that you could think of. He lost his son. He lost his daughter, got raped. Uh, he just went through, then he committed um, murder, adultery. Like he just went, he just, if you, when you thought, <laughs> sometimes if you think your life is bad, you can just read, read his, right? And so because he went through uh, such a tumultuous time, all of this after he learned that he was supposed to be king. Before he got to be king, the amount of twists and turns and plots uh, David had to go through, uh, it didn't look like he would make it to to where uh, God had for him to be. And I know for you today, to other people, it may look like, you know, they discount you. It may look like, you know what? I know she had a dream, but it's not going to happen. I know he had a dream, but it's not going to happen today. He is too far gone. Well, I want to tell you, that's the voice of the enemy. God is saying to you today, um, that he has goodness in store for those who, who call on him. And that's the bottom line. We have to be to the point where we can call on him. We can acknowledge uh, our feelings. Um, we can say how we feel just like David went you know, throughout. If you have a hard time even ever praying, a great place to start to get you in the mode to pray is go to Psalms. Because David was always ruthlessly honest with himself. He always told the Lord how he felt. And then he allowed God's word to shift his mood and shift his mindset. Because we know that emotions and feelings, they go up and they go down. But then we need to have God's word to regulate our feelings, to, to keep us where we need to be, to keep our minds on the on the prize and to keep our minds on the promise so that we don't give up and that's the only way that uh, we see that David didn't give up that despite all of that that was going through he had to trust and he had to remind himself that how great is the goodness you have stored up for those who fear you and I want you to you know remind yourself of that today that God is lavishing his goodness on you today, not next week, not next year. He is lavishing uh, those good things on you today. Dr. Janice will be back in a moment with final words to wrap up the program. So stay with us. 
God has a master plan for your life, and we have resources available to help you get and stay on the path to success in your relationships, health, and finances. In addition to the 21-Day Fasting Journal, we have also made available a 12-month vision planner, which includes weekly goals, to-do list, and inspirational scriptures to keep you motivated to achieve your goals all year round. Just go to www.refocus21.com. That's the number 21, refocus21.com slash planner. Right now she's back with her final words of inspiration. again we're looking through God's word he says I have purposed it and I will also do it and so a lot of times um, when we have a dream we forgot that God's plan number one he gave us a dream he says he fulfilled the desires of our hearts and he, he gives us those desires and he fulfills those desires and but as we look at the end of verses 11 it says I will also do it so sometimes we're, we're fighting and we're struggling so that we can make the dream happen, not realizing that God is saying, you know what, relax, I will make it happen. So sometimes we just have to, um, we just have to be, you want to be still, you want to just know that God is working it out and you want to be able to shift your mindset to go from worrying to believing to go from being anxious to being trustworthy. To just think about trusting God in the midst of what it is that you're seeing, knowing that he said it's going to work out for good. It's going to turn into good. So I like the fact that it says it will, um, he'll work it out or it will turn because we know that you're, you're not crazy, right? <laughs> you're not feeling uh, stressed or anxious. Um, and it's not true. You, those feelings are valid. We want to validate those feelings. Uh, but we also want to go to God to, to have him turn those um, feelings around based on his word and based on his promises that he has made. So we want to know that if he promised it, he will do it that he is faithful. And if he says he is lavishing his goodness on us today, we want to stand firm in that and just uh, be expecting, be expecting that. So because of what you're going through, you're expecting, it's expected that you may be anxious because you're waiting for the answer. You're you're probably waiting for a a test result. It can be a a health test result. Um, It can be uh, a course, a test you're taking to become a nurse or a real estate broker or whatever it is, um, you know. So you may be waiting on on a result. So you 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 may have a right to be anxious or to have anxiety. Uh, but what God is trying to remind us today that, listen, if I said I was going to do something, it will be done. I will do it. I will do my good pleasure, and we know that His good pleasure is. He says. In Jeremiah 29 11 I know the plans I have for you is plans to uh, of Shalom right they say peace meaning Shalom in Hebrew telling you that it's wholeness is wellness is safety 
And so that is God's uh, plan for you, is his desire for you. And so I want you to be able to uh, relax today, affirm yourself, affirm your day, and remind yourself, even as David had to do, that God is lavishing his goodness on you today. I want you to stress and focus in on the now. So you give him your feelings now and let him transfer those to hope and to to belief, to believe that it is working out for good. There is a good at the end, um, whether or not you could see it. You may not be able to see it in your physical eye, but you know what you can do tonight? You can believe it. And so I want to just be here tonight to encourage you uh, to believe that God's goodness is following you, even as he told um Joshua that the blessings are going to overtake you right and that whatever you put your hands to it will prosper and if you if you doubt it always go back to the manual you can always read Deuteronomy 28 as well and just things to remind you that God has goodness he has a good plan ahead of you today so despite what you may have gone through in the past or what you're going through today We don't want to discount what you're going through, but God's truth prevails over every feeling that we may have. So let God take your fear and give you faith. Let him take your anxiety and let him give you peace. I want you to uh, believe his word today. Uh, Believe in his goodness today. And I love the ending of uh, Psalm 31, 19. It says, blessing them before the watching world. So whether or not the world is watching, expecting you to crash, because you may expect you to crash as well, (laughs) right? Uh, Because the enemy wants you to just to see um, what's in front of you, not to see God's promise ahead of you. And so I want you to remember and remind yourself like David, that God's going to bless you before a watching world. So you just watch and see how God is going to turn around what you're going through today and turn it into your good because he cannot lie he is not a god oh he's not a man that he should lie right and so if he says it we're going to go with what he says okay and he is saying i will do all my good pleasure and it says i have spoken i will also bring it to pass i have purposed it i will also do it That's verse 11. And that is the peace that I leave with you today, knowing that God has purposed it. He's purposed goodness for you. And he says that he will do it. And so with that, I want you to have a restful day, a peaceful day, a blessed day. And I want you to uh, remember this affirmation and say it out loud to yourself so yourself can hear it, that today God is lavishing his goodness on me. I will see you again next time for more words that inspire.